Well, everybody, and welcome to another episode of What's Mine Line. I am your host, Chris Lemchi, and today I bring on my friend, Chris Riley, and we pretty much just catch up. I haven't talked to him in a little while, so we talk about everything that happened in the WandaVision finale and actually the whole show, really, and we talk about the vaccines and the restrictions being lifted, not only in Texas, but also California. So you guys definitely stay tuned. This is a pretty fun conversation, and enjoy. Christopher, how's it going, my friend? Uh, it's been 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 time. It's been good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Texas is in the pits. <laughs> you know, we'll get to we'll get to everything with Texas. We're like, since this is like the first time I'm actually recording a podcast or a video, I haven't actually seen your face in almost a year now. And it's been over a year. Yeah, over a year. And uh, man, look at looking at you right now. You need, you need a haircut. Fuck you, man. It's fine. It took me a year to grow up my hair. Uh, I'm not stopping now. Oh, just, it's well, fine. Whatever. You grow grow your it's hair not, out. It's time that bad. Yeah. I've never been this long before. Oh, and it looks like, it looks like even, um, like this, like the headphones and everything are like pushing it all down hmm. right now. Gotcha. Gotcha. So it's usually a lot worse than this. So this like a it's like a <laughs> pandemic thing. Once like the pandemic's over, you're gonna just cut it all off, or I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I've um I've asked my girlfriend about that before, and she was like, she's like, oh, I, I liked it when it was it was really short when we first met, and I like it where it's at now. I hated everything in between though, and I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, well, hey, you your your hair is growing. My hair just doesn't grow at all. It just stays the same. So. There you go. I know you look. You actually got like you got like your hair like actually like cleaned up and everything right now. Well, yeah, I've, I've been. I, I can't say much, but I have been working on some things and uh, trying out for some stuff that I may or may not have gotten. So <laughs> I have to keep it cleaned up. So. I mean that's fair. I mean you've been working this whole time though, anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. My other job has been. It's been. Ooh, it's been challenging, but it's you know we just keep trucking through. True. I know that. I know that feel. Oh man! So today I figured we could talk everything going on with like vaccines, Wandavision mm-hmm. stuff in Texas, and well, let's just. Do you want to start with Wandavision? Get that get out of the way. Yeah, sure. What do you What do you want to talk about with Wandavision? Do you like? Let's hear your overall thoughts on the on the show. Marvel's Marvel's first, technically their first television show inside the MCU. What did you think? I, I mean, it was good. It was very. It was well written and it told the story that it was trying to tell. Mm-hmm. Like I, I thought I, I really liked the show. I watched every episode twice as it was coming out. So like every week I would watch it when it came out, and then I would watch it um, like Friday night to like avoid the spoilers. So I would just watch it when it got posted, and then watch it again 
when I, like after work or something, which I, and I, I liked every episode. I, I thought it was a cool concept at the first, like, cause what the first two got posted mm-hmm. day one. Yeah. Day one, first two. And I, I liked the first two episodes. Like I know the first episode's like really slow cause it was just the sitcom episode, but I liked the whole, like I liked the whole thing start to finish. And I, th- and I liked, I liked that they flushed out two characters that were always kind of shoved in the back. Which was... Yeah, I, I agree with you. Because, like, for me, I really like the show. And because when you when you think about it, when you watch those Marvel movies, Wanda and Vision, their characters aren't really fleshed out at all. There's, you don't really know much about... I mean, you kind of get Wanda's origin in, in, in Ultron, where she just talks about her and Pietro's growing up and what, happened, what why she hates Tony Stark. But you don't ever actually get more than that. And obviously, you see Vision's whole life story in these movies. But still, like, you know, Wanda's such a... She's a big character that they, they've never ever dive into her past at all. And, and like the only other person they haven't done that was is Black Widow, and we we know what's happening there. We're never doing that movie. It's not coming out. Okay, well, I mean, obviously it's gonna come out, but like, <laughs> but still, I really I really like the show. It gave more depth into Wanda's character, even Vision's character. And I think overall, I thought the show delivered on the premise of the show. Like mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people. And this is what I, want to, what I want to talk to you about is like a lot of people say, oh, Marvel trolled us. Marvel, Marvel didn't deliver this. Marvel didn't deliver that. It's like, no, like you guys had fan theories. And, and I'll admit, there were some awesome fan theories. Like I was kind of getting kept swept up into it. But like they never told you, oh, Mephisto is going to be in this show or uh, Doctor Strange is going to show up. Th- those are ideas that you had. And yeah, it didn't pan out. But that doesn't mean like the whole show is bad. No, I will say though the Evan Peters thing is a troll. Yes, I'll, I'll give that the Evan Peters thing. That's my only one. I'll kind of like okay, yeah, you should not. You could have casted any other actor to play that same right. part, and especially because like uh, Elizabeth Olsen just did a recent interview where she said like, yeah, when I saw that we were getting Evan Peters, I thought we were doing merging the the Fox movies. It's like, yeah, well, if she saw that, how did? They not think of like, she oh, thought that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you expect all of us to do? Yeah, and that's because like literally when he, when his episode when he shows up and he's playing her brother and we all know he played a version of that character in the Fox movies. Right. That's where we all went. Like, oh my god, they're merging it. The Fox X, the X Men are coming. The X Men are coming, and and then there was like the reports of like the quote unquote Luke Skywalker cameo, which it's funny. I went back and re-listened to that interview that Elizabeth Olsen gave. She never once said that. That was very. That's such a clickbait. It was such a clickbaity article that just kind of took off. What What was the actual interview? The actual interview like, was, what is, was like the episode right before when Peter shows up, where they were talking about like, oh, is there going to be any like twists and turns and surprises like there was in the Mandal and the Mandalorian? And she said, yeah, there'll be a couple surprises in there. That's it. And then whoever whoever wrote um, the article just took it into like oh like the Mandalorian oh like Luke Skywalker it's like and then uh, <laughs> it went to hell then yikes and then he had and then he had uh, Paul Bettany said something about like oh there's a secret cameo for an actor I always wanted to work with but he's really and it's himself, himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny but like I think he he went back and realized like oh that was a mistake. Yeah, I I heard I heard rumors. I guess that they didn't have the last episode filmed pre-COVID, and so they had to change some things in the ending. The overall ending was the same, 
but I heard that there was more with like Monica and the kids and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And like they like there's rumors about them like going into Agatha's basement to try and break um like the spells and everything. And then the bunny ended up being a demon. Like the bunny ended up being a demon or ended up being something. Yeah. It wasn't just a bunny, but it all got scrapped. And you know, it doesn't count because it doesn't count, but it all got scrapped because of COVID. And then I, I thought about it and I went back and I watched that last scene. And when it shows all the townspeople, they're all six feet apart from each other. And I was like, oh shit, they probably didn't finish filming at the time. Yeah. So yeah. I. It kind of makes sense too because I went back and we watched it. Like Kat Dennings, she only appeared in that one scene and then never yeah. again. So I'm wondering if she had something to do too, but couldn't get wherever they were filming or whatever like whatever reason she couldn't get there but i mean i like looking at that last episode like a lot of people were let down by i like the last episode but it makes sense that things were changed because of covid yeah but still i don't think i think they still nailed the landing on, on the story they wanted to tell they wanted yeah. the story is basically about wanda's grief because right. She lost her parents, her brother, and then the love of her life pretty much in a short period of time. So she still mm-hmm. never, she never got a chance to process all that. And again, I, like, like we were talking about, like they gave more depth to her origin, like, oh, it wasn't the Mind Stone that gave her powers. She actually always had powers beforehand. So, I mean, for the people who want mutants, it still could be there. Like it's established that she had powers previously. They really wanted to tie Which mutants is- into it. Right. Which I liked. I liked that they, they kind of went back and like retcons are not always great, but I liked that con. Like I liked that they went back and they were like, no, she always had power. Cause then you can also just do the thing of like the reason why she survived and why Pietro survived, not because of their will to live, but because she had power. And maybe she then basically gave her brother his powers too. Mm-hmm. Or, or maybe, they both had latent mutant abilities. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe, yeah, maybe. Maybe Pietro had powers too. Exactly. There, it, there's a lot of. Right. I like that they left that kind of open ended. Like, oh, did you have those mm-hmm. before? And they never actually said yes, but it's, it's there to be like, oh, but yes. Exactly. Because yeah, they they said that she at least did because of the uh, bomb. They said the bomb never went off because of her. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, oh, okay. Like it makes sense that like they just sat there and watched the bomb about to blow up for two days and it never went off, because she was delaying it. Mm. I like that. I like that a lot. Who is uh, who is your favorite character? I mean, but I, I think I can guess. But who is your favorite character? Uh, Wanda. I mean, I don't know. I like I Wanda was probably my favorite character in the whole thing. Really? Okay. Like, are you saying besides her? Yeah, like in, in terms of the entire show. But yeah. I, I still think Wanda. I really liked. I really liked her character. I like the character. I don't know a lot about the character, but I like her character, and it felt like she finally got some kind of flushed out. Like she has had no backstory or anything outside of I have powers and I had brother. And that was her whole backstory. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I like that like they like gave her like reasons and like things that she did. And I liked like the scenes that were like in between the movies that they kept showing. Like her scene with like that scene with um, Vision when they're at the Avengers complex after Age of Ultron. Yeah. Like I liked that a lot. But um but I think that's the point. Like, I think you're supposed to really like her by the end of the show. Are you talking about, like, besides her? <laughs> well, no, I, like, I mean, for me, my favorite character, including Wanda, was is uh, Catherine Hahn's 
Agnes or Agatha Harkness. I thought she, to me, she stole the show, especially because she, she delivered that banger of the year, but still. She did until the last episode. The last episode, it, I, she was in the, probably my favorite character, and then the last episode pushed Wanda up because I like, I like her. I like I like the um, like her putting the uh, runes on the on the wall and then trapping her. Like I like like that. I was like, okay, all right, Wanda's the best character now. <laughs> That's all right. And also, you know, uh, Paul Bettany's no slouch too. Like again, that, that no, final no. episode, the whole vision on vision conversation was awesome. Like. Oh, the ship of Theseus. If, if you put new parts in there, does that make the, the ship the same? It's like, oh wow, that's a that's a good way of looking at it. Because it's like it's like look at your look at your car, for instance. When the car that you bought is not the same car that you have today, because you put a lot of new parts. You you're, you're continually right. working on that car. Right, and then, and I, I and also to think too, like the hardest part that he had to do is his the vision and vision scene is a good scene, and there is one actor in that scene. And that's what, like, that's, he, I like, I like that scene a lot. It still doesn't push him to my favorite character. And I think only because he didn't have a lot to do until the last episode. Like, he caught, he was one of the best by the end of it. But, like, he did nothing in one through eight. Oh, his, um, his scene at the end of the, um, the episode before the one where Evan Peters is at the end of it, that fight oh, that yes, him yes. and Wanda have with the credits rolling, was like my favorite scene in the whole in the whole show. Mm-hmm. When he starts like when they start getting that big fight and the credits are rolling and he's burst the door open and the credits stop rolling, I really liked that scene. Like Paul Bettany had a like he did he did he acted his ass off in that mm-hmm. show again like i, I really did. hope that when like award season comes for like when the emmys come they're they're considering paul bettany elizabeth olsen katherine hahn that i think they should be pushing those three for emmys mm-hmm. for the show i know and uh, it's going to be interesting too because i've mentioned it before but we're going to hit a weird like covid spot in media where like Everything, everything for the most part that was recorded and finished pre-pandemic has come out by now. Almost everything, not everything, but most everything has. And so we're going to have a little bit of a weird period where it's going to be the, the things that were filmed like last summer and in the fall when there was lots of COVID restrictions. And so I'm wondering, like, we're going to hit this weird spot of like COVID recorded media. And I think that's going to be like this next year. And so like shows shows like that they have a better chance of winning this year of all years because i don't know i don't know what kind of shows are going to come out of this year because of what happened last year and they were lucky that they had filmed almost everything pre-pandemic and so let me ask you this like because now the show's over we as we lead into one or as we lead into falcon and a soldier i want to talk to you like what are you what are your thoughts on fan theories overall like I mean, they're fine. I, I have no problem with them. And you have to think the biggest fan theory I always heard was that Agatha was going to be, um, or that Agnes was going to be Agatha Harkness. That was the, that was one of the biggest fan theories I saw. And they were right. So, like, they're not the worst. And it's kind of cool to speculate about stuff. But then I also hate the flip side of it where then people are like, well, it was a bad show because they didn't introduce X Men. And it's like, well, yeah, that wasn't the point of the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which, again, the Evan Peters thing is kind of a, a 
like it's kind of fucky because why would you cast Evan Peters and then not expect people to expect him to be playing the same character that he's playing in the show? Yeah, like yeah, again, it I don't think very, like, I, I don't Iron think it was Man a stretch. Kind of, it would be like it would be like if Spider Man comes out in December and Tobey Maguire shows up. And he has a Spider-Man suit on and he fights some bad guys with Tom Holland. And then, you know, he's like, oh, are you like another Spider-Man? He's like, oh, no, I'm just a fan and just walks off. And it's like you can see like a costume tag on the back of his like costume. And then people like and then being like, I don't understand why people got mad about that. I don't understand. That makes no sense. Why would they be upset? It was just a little like cameo. And it's like. They've obviously already played this character. Why would you purposely have them replay the character and then yank the rug out? It's up there with the Mandarin thing. It's like it's like they didn't learn with the Mandarin thing. It was a bad idea then. People hated that. You know, and it's crazy. It's crazy because like those X Men movies are not that long ago. That was like no this decade. Like Dark Phoenix Dark- just came out two years ago. Yeah, I say twenty nineteen. Which, and if you're like want to be like nitpicky about it does 2020 even really count like yeah you could say it's come out in the last year like because if this uh, imagine because what was this originally scheduled to come out did it come Uh, out at the right time this was supposed to start in december of 2020 so kind of it got pushed back a month close yeah yeah yeah, close but still but it's like it would have been only a year because dark phoenix came out what summer of 19 or late 2019 yep Mm -hmm. so like I don't think it's fucking. I don't think it's crazy to be like. And Evan Peters is in that movie. That's what I don't know. I, I that's like through that whole show. That's the only thing I have an issue with. It was cool, and it would have been fine even too, if he would have only been in the Halloween episode, and at the end of it, would have revealed that he was somebody else. But they didn't. They kept him around, and he's in a couple of episodes, and they keep showing him using his powers and everything. And then it's like, for a dick joke, like. Well, that that's my thing too. It's like, look, if you're gonna do it, if do it quick. What I, what I would, what I would have done was like, okay, then I would just not reveal who he was. Like he just disappears. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like okay, Agatha's like, oh, I I was controlling this dude that I found. Just leave it. Just leave it open. You know. Just, just, just don't say, "Oh, this is Ralph. Your name's Ralph Boner." It's like, come on now. <laughs> like, you could have gotten any other actress or, or actor to play, or you could have just gotten Aaron Taylor Johnson back at that point. Yeah, or 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 somebody that these kind of looks like him, like a like a discount Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, exactly. You know, like a somebody that like kind of looks like him, but not like all the way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that would have been fine too. Yeah. I just I I don't know that, that out of everything that's my only but I I'm wondering if going back to what we were originally talking about with the award push and everything I'm wondering how stiff their competition will be over the next year of TV and you have to also realize that WandaVision was the biggest show in January and February and it had more streams than Bridgerton did on Netflix, which was set to be Netflix's biggest show. So WandaVision's beating out Netflix's show and then Disney Plus had 100 million subscribers. And so like all these things, it's like, I know that's early in the year, 
but how much bigger can this year of TV get? Because we're in this little sweet spot right now where like things are kind of open. And so you can film things a little bit easier, but at the same time too, people aren't always out and about out of their house because everything's still kind of closed. I think that T I think that like TV and stuff is going to fail in the fall. I think there's going to be a big issue in the fall because things will be open again, like almost fully probably. And people are not going to want to sit around and watch TV shows probably. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. So I think yeah. like this is, if there was ever a year for them to push this, it's this year right now. Oh, you never know. It might compete against Falcon and a Soldier because that's coming out next weekend. Like, And all the other Marvel shows. I mean, who's to say that any of them are – I mean, who's to say any of them are going to be any better or worse than this one was? Yeah. What's, your, what's your excitement level for Falcon and a Soldier now, now, now that you've seen WandaVision? It's lower because I, I, WandaVision is so different. Like it's so different than everything else. And then Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to go, it feels like, and maybe I could be wrong. It feels like it's going back to like the basic Marvel formula mm-hmm. of like, it's an action movie. And it's like, okay. Yeah. See, like I, I, I am hope I'm wrong on this, but I feel like Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be the show what people expected WandaVision to be when it started. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, exactly. And then we got this like crazy fucking story that nobody saw coming. I didn't, I really didn't think WandaVision was going to, I was excited about it. I didn't think it would be that good. Yeah, exactly. No, I get it. Like, I'm excited about it too, because we, we all knew, because they've always talked about it, like, oh, this is going to be the, the lead into Doctor Strange. So this, this show was important, but like when you watch it, like, oh, wow, this show is really good. good. Like, and, and people want a season two, and I just, I don't think it needs one. I hope they don't make a season two. Like, I think it was good as a one-season show. It's a short series. Mm-hmm. It's like what they're going to probably do with, like, the Boba Fett show. I don't know what the Falcon and Winter Soldier plan is. I don't know if that's set up to be. I can, I can see that being multiple seasons. That, I, uh, that's probably the only one I can see being multiple seasons, honestly. Loki already has been confirmed for a second season, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So Loki will get a second season. Um, or... Okay, that, okay, maybe let me re-clarify. With like those characters, I can assume Hawkeye will eventually spin off to Kate Bishop as like the lead right. character. I don't, I, I maybe, but I don't know. I, I don't because Haley Steinfeld's still doing that other show. Do you think she does too? Plus, she still, plus she does music, mm-hmm. and plus she still does movies too. So it's not like she's like crazy about like shows take longer to film than movies do mm-hmm. like if they signed her on to like let's say they wanted to do a young avengers movie they could sign her she only has to be only has to work for two months as opposed to six to film the whole show hawkeye yeah, yeah. so i don't know i i'm she would be my biggest concern jeremy renner i can't imagine is doing a ton right now he's kind of on the tail end of his career which he's also the biggest he's ever been, so I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but he's kind of, I, I can't imagine that he's in tons of stuff, like about to do tons of movies right now. So, but I don't know. Maybe, I mean, a lot of these shows could. I hope Moon Knight gets more than one season. Moon Knight yeah. could be a hell of a good show. I mean, She-Hulk, could be, right. She-Hulk could be one with more than one season. Miss um, Marvel, I'm assuming it would, because I'm assuming that will tie into Captain Marvel 2, but then like, then you'll have like the Captain Marvel story, then but also the Miss Marvel story that's on like the Disney Plus side. And Monica and the girl that got they casted as um, uh, Kamala Khan, mm-hmm. they 
they're both already in a confirmed for Captain Marvel too. Yeah, exactly. So and I also, and soon, so. I mean, we're, granted, we've we've been talking WandaVision spoilers this entire time, but I'm assuming that w- the first post credit scene, yeah, from WandaVision leads to either Secret Invasion or Captain Marvel two. So, or even Miss Marvel, or even Miss Marvel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah like it. I have to assume because they they use the show, and it's not a bad idea, but they use the show to make Monica Photon mm-hmm. without having to spend the movie doing it. Exactly, exactly. Like you but just all, kind of put too, it like, in the background. Also with the show, I like that, like, let's say if you went into Doctor Strange 2, you wouldn't necessarily have to watch this show, no. but it gives a better context of, of, of Wanda, her new powers. And then like with Captain Marvel, she was like Monica was in the first was in the first movie. She's like, oh, you're you're just grown up now. Yeah, you don't have to necessarily explain what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what's going to be weird though, is because I wonder if Marvel's going to do this because you know there's never there's never been a series like this where not only are you doing different series of movies that lead up and are all interconnected like the Marvel movies have done, but now you're going to throw TV shows in there, and so it's like I have no like. Are they going to be super important? Do I need to watch every single one? I don't really care about the Loki show. Like, do I need to watch that? <laughs> do I need to watch two seasons of Tom Hiddleston? Uh, yes. And you, you're, I, we both know you're going to. So, <laughs> uh, I, I, I think the most interesting thing about that show to me is the um, like Time Corporation or whatever it's called. The Time Variant. I'm interested. Part, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about that stuff, but I'm just kind of like, I'm just so tired of Loki. Oh, man, it's not Tom Hiddleston's fault. I'm so tired of him, though. He just, there's, what else is there? What other stories is there to tell? I'm excited because uh, Owen Wilson in a Marvel. Yeah, I was going to say, the (laughs) Owen Wilson thing was cracking me up, too, during the trailer. Yeah, so that's the one I'm like, you you guys got Owen Wilson? All right, I'm in. I like Owen Wilson. I just... It, they haven't done much with this character, and every time they do change something, they go back and undo it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so you guys are gonna finally develop this character, or is it gonna be like a like psych? It's at, I'm actually still a bad guy. And well, especially with the, the Loki show, this is uh, right. this is not the same. Lo- like, I think Loki had the perfect arc from like uh, the first Thor movie to the you know to Thor two to Ragnarok, especially. Mm-hmm. And then Infinity War, but yeah, that Loki's gone now. So all that development, Avengers Loki now. Yeah, it's Avengers Loki. So it is technically this is how they can get away with this kind of stuff. That Loki died, but this is a new Loki we're following. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that you're rolling your eyes. It's perfect. I just like I like just don't care about the character, but he's so popular. So I knew they were gonna do that. Yeah. I just, I just, I don't know. I don't know how that's that's the one show like on the docket. Every time I look at it, I'm like, go watch this fucking Loki show. It's like it's like it's like now every time I look at that, every time I look at the docket and I see that Black Widow still on there, I'm like, I have to watch this fucking movie I didn't even want to see a year ago. You're gonna watch it and you're gonna enjoy it, and especially because this is like the perfect segue to this, like. I, I don't think it's going to get pushed back again. I do think it's going to be in theaters because now New York's theaters are opened up and LA right. is about to open up their theaters. And those are the two biggest markets when it comes to theatrical distribution. And Texas is at 100%? Exactly. Well, so I think 
I think we're gonna start getting like we're gonna start getting those blockbuster movies back out. I mean, obviously the Warner Brothers films are are playing in theaters, but like you're not gonna see studios pushing back movies anymore. I think no. now no. it's like okay, this is the release date. We're just we'll just see that's where it's all, that's the release date and then yeah. end of story. I think so too, and that's that's what I said. Like we're gonna hit this weird spot of like like pre-covid post-covid stuff like the hot like the hybrid stuff is probably what's going to come out next and so i'm like very very interested to like see what happens because yeah now after somebody pointed out that last episode of wandavision was um done post-covid i was like god damn it now i see all now i see the six feet i see the actors aren't actually close to each other in scenes like so i'm interested to see what happens now I'm wondering what Warner, what like what Warner Brothers movies were done, or if these were all done before, because I, I know mean, they didn't. But they, remember, they they didn't really push back their schedule like they kind of did, but now it's just like okay, theaters, HBO Max. So they didn't really their schedule like other than Wonder Woman and Tenant, those are the two that let's keep pushing back, pushing back. Oh, and, and, and Dune too. Tenet. Sorry, yeah, Dune. So Tenant, oh Tenant, did you ever see Tenant? No, I didn't. I still need to, but I <laughs> I heard it wasn't like worth the the hype that Nolan thought it was. Uh, no offense to Mr. Nolan, but I did not like Tenet, so yeah. <laughs> we have a, we have another Dark Knight Rises situation on our hands. Uh, I can I can get into my issues of Tenet, but it would take. Oh, so a long time to explain. And, I'll wa- I'll watch it. I'll come talk to you about it then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that it. later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so speaking, uh, we're talking about COVID. We've actually both. Well, you got two of your vaccine shots, but I finally got my first one. How do yep. you feel? You know, after your two vaccines, and which one did you get? Uh, I got Pfizer. Um, I, I it was I would so after I got the first dose, I felt I slept the whole next day. I was like super tired. Mm-hmm. And then second dose, I was completely fine. Gotcha. Um, but it's been, let's see, I did it right. I did this the Friday before the ice storm down here. It's when I got my second shot. And so it's been three weeks now. Okay. okay. And I, I don't know. I haven't really noticed anything. I'm less worried now when I go out and do things. And like what's been good too. So like when I got mine, my girlfriend also got hers at the same time. Um, and so both of us are fully vaccinated now which has been good because a if i want to go out and do something i have somebody i can go do something with which is great and then now um her parent her both of her parents have received their first dose and then my mom got her first dose actually yesterday nice so we've kind of hit a point now where we feel a lot more comfortable doing things and i don't really see i haven't really seen my mom that much this last year um, but she sees her parents really frequently, but I was kind of worried because I was like, we can't really go out and do stuff yet until like your parents are vaccinated because they're really more than either one of us are. But um, now with them having their first dose and they're both signed up for their second doses. So by early April, all three of them will be fully vaccinated. So I like feeling relaxed. I still think that there's lots of stupid shit going on down here and I'm not really happy about, but I don't know. It's... I just want this to be over. <laughs> well, let me ask you this: What are your What are your thoughts on the the how the rollout's been, the vaccine rollout? What are your thoughts? Um, 
kind of that's kind of a loaded question. Um, I think I think that given the circumstances, it's been going okay. What sucks is the rollout phases aren't really being followed and i don't mean that in like a kind of messed up sort of way because the way the way i kind of view it and it doesn't mean that everyone views it this way and doesn't mean who i work for views it this way or anything i'm going to be very clear about everything i'm saying it's like what i think um they want like i want shots and arms like I want people to be able to get the vaccine. I want every single person to be able to get the vaccine as quickly as possible. Um, the phases are kind of weird and wonky, especially in Texas. So there was uh, there was a one A, a one B, one C, and then two A, and two A is everybody. And so, you know, you had your sixty five and older patients and healthcare workers. So like I got to fit in that one. I got my shots. Um, as early as I could, I had to actually wait a little bit because I was getting Hep B vaccines so that I could give shots because you're kind of at risk for needle sticks and everything. And so they're like, you have to get a Hep B shot. And I got one. And the next day they're like, you want your COVID shot? And I was like, you have to wait two weeks. And they're like, well, better luck. Like whenever it shows back up again. And so I had to wait for like an extra dose at some point. Um, I'm glad that that more of them are getting approved too. Um, Johnson Johnson is going to be really, really helpful because it can be stored in the fridge. Yeah. And um, so does it like the crazy, like freezing temperature things and it's only one dose. I'm excited about stuff like that. But the issue that like, I think people keep seeing is, is that Moderna and Pfizer were farther along because they've been working on it longer and they got more funding and things like that. And so their shots were, like ready for emergency use in December. They didn't have a ton. They started ramping up production when they got the emergency cost and they immediately started going out and do the healthcare workers. And, you know, now it's March and it's like, okay, why, why do we still not have enough for everybody? Like, why isn't every healthcare worker vaccinated? Why is there still senior citizens that aren't vaccinated yet? Why aren't people with, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, they're immunocompromised. Like, we don't have all those vaccinated, but then there's, there's tons of other people that maybe are like whenever they sign up for shots or if there's clinics or anything, you know, you don't really have to put a reason why you want the vaccine. They just kind of like, you know, if you're an essential worker or if you're whatever, you can get the shot and like nine times out of 10, it seems like you can just put down, like if you're, if you're considered like medically obese, you qualify for the shot. Like you fall into one of the categories. I mean, how, like how many people over the age of 30 do you think are considered obese? Like a good chunk of people. And so I want, I want everybody to be able to get the shot, but it's, I see a lot of um, like anxiousness from people, yeah. but I don't think it's, super warranted because it's like it's there but it's not and they're making it not clear on what you're supposed to do and even being on the like side of that like because like i've been trained to like give the shot and everything i don't know i don't know the answer to the, the question half the time because i get asked every single day you know when are you gonna get the shot in that date changes constantly 
So it's it's like it's been going smoothly, but it's also been completely fumbled. Yeah. <laughs> so like it's I would, so I would, confusing. I, it's not, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's like just like a, a Texas thing. Like I thought, I honestly thought when like California was first started, they're, I'll say they're better now, but like yeah, yeah. when they originally started distributing vaccines, I was like, man, you guys are going so slow with this thing. Right, right. Open it, open it up uh, more. Like get more of the health coworkers uh, vaccinated, and then that's when they all started like, or opening a business and stuff like that. It's like, well, I feel bad for my poor grocery store clerk who is still waiting forever to get this vaccine and he has to go to work every single day mm-hmm. around people some people who fucking who don't want to wear masks and stuff too like i rather this guy get the vaccine before like i do right right um, and that that was my whole thought too and i saw somebody posted something like at the beginning of it and they said like if you're offered the shot don't turn it down because you feel like someone else is like quote unquote more worthy than you because here's the deal so when you draw up the vaccine you have so like a pfizer vaccine so when you defrost it and you have three days i think i can't remember 100 i think you have because i haven't done a lot of the transportation or anything so i don't i really don't know 100 but i think i think from the time it goes from like the sub-zero temperature to being just frozen like when you just put it like a freezer box or whatever you have three days to use it you get six shots out of the vial. After it's drawn out of the vial, you have two hours to give the vaccine. So if I draw up six, let's say I'm at a clinic and um, if I'm working a clinic and I draw up my, my vial and it has six shots in it and I have four more appointments that day. So one, two, three, four. What are you supposed to do with the other two shots? Do you try to go find somebody that's like technically like in the group that's supposed to be getting it and then risk not even be able to give the shot or do you just go find the two closest people you can find to give them the vaccine Mm -hmm. and that's been a big thing because i heard about a guy in houston that got like fired from his job because there was like four extra doses at a clinic and he went and gave them to like just four people he found and they fired him saying that he should have gone and just, just like just taken him back to the lab. And if they couldn't use them, then they just get destroyed. But like, it's kind of like, yeah, that's the other thing I, I don't like. Do you it's like, just give it to like, people? Do you, you give, I would say you give it to people because you don't want right. like, to go to waste. And also, like, right. it's, it's that weird kept 22. It's like, oh, I am mad that this random person got it. But it's like, it's better overall for more people right. to have the vaccine so we can reach herd immunity. So, it's a very, it's right. a weird situation we're in right now. And it's like, and, and it's like, and I, I've told people, I've told everybody around here, it's like, you know, and I've been retweeting everybody that are retweeting or commenting or whatever, whenever anyone gets the vaccine um, that I see. And it's just like, it's one of those things where like the second that like I have information and like, again, I don't speak, I don't speak on behalf of the company I work for. But as soon as I get information and they're like, tell, tell your patients that this is how they sign up for the shot, I'm going to post that everywhere Yeah. because I want to have access to this vaccine. I didn't get trained to give vaccines to sit around and not give the fucking vaccine to people. I got trained to put the vaccine in arms and I want to be able to start doing that. I need them to get, I don't have, like, I don't have the vaccine, like. I don't have it. And like, and that's the thing that like, you know, a lot of people ask me, he's like, well, you got it. Like, where'd you get it from? And it's like, I got it at a clinic because there was an extra dose. And because I'm being trained to be a vac, like the vaccine, like give it to people. 
I was able to get access to it. And it's like, well, how do I get it? And it's like, I don't know. Like, I can't help you. I don't have it in my store. It's not there. Like, and people come in all the time because uh, we started doing testing now. And um, every single day, when are you getting the vaccine? It's like, second I know. <laughs> I want vaccines in arms. And yeah, they're going to, and they're giving us hours for it too. So like they told us that we're going to have, it'll be an appointment every 15 minutes. So we can do four shots an hour and it's over the course of like an eight or nine hour shift. And they'll be every single day, every single store. So I was just, uh, there's no like worthy or not. I was just reading this thing that Biden just uh, promised by May, by May 1st, the day before your birthday, by the mm -hmm. way, um, there'd be vaccines enough, there'd be enough vaccines for any adult who wants one. So Yep. That's, and, and that's, and that's on my end too. So everything that I hear from corporate is around the same idea. Like the, what I'm hearing is that time in the next three weeks, I'm, we're supposed to start being able to give shots in stores. Um, I hope that's true. There's, there's a, there's a store down the street for me that's already doing it. It's a different company, but there are, they already have the vaccine available. Um, I think we're going to see it a lot more. I think, and that's the thing too. And like, that's why, like, I didn't really like the, um, which I know that you want to talk about this more, but I didn't like the lifting of the mask mandate um, yesterday because um, it's, we're so close to having the vaccine for people. Why would you do this now? Like, and what's going to be stupid too is because if people don't get the vaccine, and this gets worse, then we're going to be like, like I'm scared that Texas is going to lock back down because our cases are going to fucking spike up. So the rest of the country will be open in May and we will still be trying to force the vaccine to the people because we're going to be having like 30,000 cases a day. Yeah. It's like, I don't want that. Like, yeah, I saw like, we can talk about this now too. Like, when I saw Abbott's decision to end the mask mandate, I, I had to like, I, you know, I did like the tilt my head kind of thing. Why? Like, I look at Texas numbers, like, yeah, your, your cases are low. That's good. That's great. That's amazing. But like, you guys haven't, your vaccination numbers aren't that high. Like, no, I don't even think in, so. Even, uh, even in California, like Newsom, uh, Governor Newsom now, um, he is talking about we're moving up to different tiers. Like, we're going to start opening up indoor, indoor dining. Uh, gyms and movie theaters about to start opening up too. It's like okay, like at least with him, I I can kind of see the point because like California's vaccination numbers are higher, so it's like okay, I can kind of see where your where your thought process is, and he's also probably trying not to be recalled. But still, I I can see where he's going. Whereas with Abbott, I'm just like, uh, wait, what? And also, yeah, it's not like Newsom's. It's not like Newsom is like ending the mask mandate here. That's the thing I don't understand. Like, why end the mask mandate? So here's, so here's the, I mean, obviously, like, everybody listening won't be able to tell. So I'm looking up the, the charts for it. So this is Texas. So Texas had a very, very big spike in about the December area, started dropping drastically until about mid-February. And then we're, we went to back to a slight rise. And then, you know, mask mandate's only been over for a day or two. We're still back on the decline, which is... I hope does it change. Mm -hmm. California looks a little bit different though. California had a huge 
fucking spike in about December, like November, December area. They and then y'all went back on a hard lockdown again, didn't y'all? Yep, yep. Yeah, and guess what? You're back down. So at your peak, you guys had forty thousand cases in a day, and that was on January sixteenth. It's been a month and a half. You guys are down to three thousand cases a day. The lockdown worked. We're so close to the end. Why would you preemptively reopen everything back up? It makes no fucking sense. Yeah, you went to hundred percent occupancy or hundred percent open opening. It's crazy. Like at um, least- the Texas Rangers are going to have a hundred percent occupancy for opening day allowed. That is forty thousand fans that will be able to sit shoulder to shoulder in the stadium out in Arlington. And I saw that, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And everyone, you know, like, ha- and it's like one of those things. It's like, hey, I doubt forty thousand people will go. Yeah, I can't imagine that they'll that they'll sell out. Maybe they will. Texas are kind of dumb. Who knows? But out, like those forty thousand, though, how many of them do you think are vaccinated or gonna? And there's a, and they said that they're gonna still strongly encourage masks, but it will be voluntary. And I'm like, you guys. So my guess, like worst case scenario, the players get COVID, and then the Rangers are going to be the only fucking team in baseball that are going to miss games this next year because they decided to open up at 100% occupancy. And then there's the other question of, do you let media into the clubhouse? Because if you don't let media, in, and I know that that's MLB's decision, it's not the Rangers personally. Just like they're, they personally don't make that decision. But media probably won't be allowed in the clubhouse, which to me screams. We don't feel like the Ranger, the players are safe to have media around because of COVID, but fuck 40,000 people. They can give us money to go sit in the stands, yeah. which I have been extremely disappointed. About. So whatever. And the, to me, that just screams. It's like, oh, so you guys just don't give a shit. Got it. You just want to take people's money. Cool. Hopefully they'll have a COVID. I really hope not, but I won't be surprised if there's a big fucking spike two weeks after opening day. What, what, when's opening day? Uh, it's usually early April, late March, okay. so next couple of weeks. Gotcha. But yeah, I don't know. I've been, I've been mad about that for the last couple of days. I think it's so stupid. Like, we're still not going to be like. By the end of April, we'll probably be fine. But it's like it's not fucking there yet. We're so close. We're so close. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, we they're talk, opening we talked to... before. Uh, we talked about this before the show, and. Comic Con, for God's sakes, canceled. Oh yeah, and they're in July. Like they have a better yeah. shot of having people there, but it's like, no, that's still too much because. And we we've Very been to multiple out. cons. Yeah. Sometimes you get there's people are fucking crowded together, and like, no, I, I yeah, and you go you go to like regular conventions, regular Comic Con years, and some people walk away with what's called con flu. So mm-hmm. I get con flu every year. Every time we go to Comic Con, I've gotten con flu. Yeah, exactly. I, I, and it's like, I don't know if it's the plane and I don't know if it's the con, but yeah, I mean, people are just kind of like, I don't like me. It's like in a mean way, but people are just kind of gross. And mm-hmm. like, like people, if they're sick and you bought com- tickets to comic con and you only have Friday and you feel like shit on Friday, you're still going to go. Why? Cause why wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You think that if people bought tickets for comic con and they get COVID during the week of comic con, you think they're going to sh- still show up? Yes. I think it's a great idea that they did. They are not going to have comic con this year. We can go back next year. It'll be fine. Yeah. So now the, I like I, the dish. Now my 2020 tickets are for 2022, which is hilarious. But 
I know now I'm kind of like, oh, I should have just bought 2020 tickets. <laughs> it's going to be impossible. It's going to be impossible to get tickets in 2022. Yeah. yeah. So I'm beyond fucked. So I'm hey, not happy. Do they, you remember when you said that you wanted a break? Yeah, I got my two-year break. I'll have a three-year break. Yeah. yeah. I'll probably still go to San Diego next year. I like San Diego a lot, so I'll probably still go and hang out. There's tons of free stuff you can do around the city, too. Exactly. San Diego's awesome. I never, I never can do all the free stuff in the city because I'm so busy at the con, and so I wouldn't mind getting to go do that stuff. No. I did it the last year, 2019, when I went. I went and did a lot of the city stuff. Nice. I had fun with that. But yeah, man, it's, no, I it's don't. Cr- it's crazy. We're we're so close to the end of the tunnel on this thing, and it's just like, right. it's insane. I, I I miss my friend. I miss seeing like it's weird. Like we're talking. I hadn't seen I haven't seen you in about a year and a half now, which is insane. I haven't seen mm-hmm. some of my closest friends uh, in a lot longer. I haven't seen my family in two years, which is crazy. Oh yeah, since you moved, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like oh man, yeah, you had to think because like right before all this shut down, because you had to think we went to New York in October of nineteen. Mm-hmm. And then I went to LA in December of 19. And I went and back to New York in, in January 2020, like literally. Mm-hmm. Which I, and I couldn't make it because I was too busy working. Yeah. But yeah, like I almost went to that trip too. Yeah, I didn't go anywhere last year. I went to Austin to go see my sister uh, two weeks ago, last week. And um, that was the first time I left BFW oh. since I went to Los Angeles. Damn. Like I, I haven't left, like I haven't left the area. And I, and like right before all this started, I started dating the girl I'm dating. I, we, she lives in Dallas. So like that was the furthest I was driving was the 40 minutes to go see her. So, but yeah, no, it's like, it's like weird. Like we're so close and yet like so far at the same time. <laughs> we're so close. Uh, people are still wanting to like make mistakes. No, 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 no. Just, just wait. Just wait. <laughs> we're almost there. A month and a half. Yeah. A month and a half. That would have been it. That's all we would need. And we'll yeah, be, you know, we'll if, be... if, let me just say this. If you, if Abba did, did this in, in like May 10th, then I'd be like, okay, I get that. That makes sense. May 10th, if you want to open everything up, personally, eh, but still, if you want to do the Shit. May 10th. You're, if you did it April 15th, I'd be fine with it. It's yeah. literally like, it's, it's like splitting hairs. And I understand that, but like, God damn it. It's so close. Just like. I don't know. Just, I don't know. Well, and then, like, I think I, uh, Jerry Jones came out and said that, like, they're going to have 100% at Cowboys games. Okay. It's in fucking August. Who gives a shit? You're not saying anything crazy. Yeah, exactly. We, I expect that to happen. That's fine. Enough yeah. people, people that want to be vaccinated will be vaccinated by now. And the people that don't want to be will either continue to not go out or they'll just get COVID. Like, That'll be the two sides. Like, that's the two sides of it. Like, you either, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's like a month. A month would have been enough. Yeah. <sighs> oh, man. Oh, man. Well, let's, let's, I want to end things on a happier note. Uh, Chris, what, what do you have work going on right now? Uh, what you got working on besides not getting a haircut? Wow. I don't see this, like, this again. Um, <laughs> like, I'm trying to think. Oh, I'm in the middle of moving. Um, so I'll I'll actually be like living in actual like Dallas here soon. Um, me and my girlfriend got a place together out there. So I'm actually I actually move 
um, next week. So I don't know if you could tell, but there is uh, nothing in my apartment right now. <laughs> so I, yeah, like I'm, it's, it's empty now. So I, uh, I have my furniture in here, but next, I actually just rented my U-Haul right before I got on here. So I moved next Saturday. Um, and then hopefully we start doing the vaccine rollouts at work. Um, I'm being told two to three weeks. I'm told, I'm being told like before April 1st is the biggest, is the biggest like hard number I keep getting is before April 1st. So sometime this month. And from what I understand, there'll be, I'll be working shifts where I essentially, I just come into work. I just vaccinate the entire day. And then that's my shift for the day. And so I'm really, really excited about it. So I, like I said, I wanted to just get everyone vaccinated. And so if I can help with that, I will do the best I can. Nice. But um, I'm trying to think about what else is going on. Um, I almost built my computer finally that I started in October. Well, look at you. You're like, a, you're like a little mini Henry Cavill. Or Henry Cavill. <laughs> I, I, I didn't do mine on, uh, on, I didn't stream mine though on Twitch. So... <laughs> But uh, I, I started working on it and like uh, I bought all the pieces and everything in October and I built the whole thing, had an issue, fixed it, ran to another issue, fixed it, ran to another issue. And I just gave up on it. And then I took it to someone. They fixed it. They fixed the last issue. So, yeah, I'm almost done with that. So I got to start because I'm using this. What I'm using right now is a laptop. So I'm using uh, my friend's laptop right now. Ooh, cool, yeah. So well, good. good Hope, hopefully on the up and up. <laughs> all right i feel you yeah you know for me i'm just waiting to get my second shot uh you know it's just the same thing working auditioning getting mm. some stuff not getting some stuff you know the life of an actor but still yeah. uh things have been okay things are getting better it's i'm telling right. you dealing of, dealing of this whole everything with the pandemic and everything like going on like medical wise with me it's been a challenge it's been it's been rough at some points but man it's it's like like with COVID. It's like it, there's there's a light at the end of the tunnel finally, right? And it's finally things are finally starting to get better. And it's like okay, I just have to just keep pushing through, and I could then like take a good deep breath and like okay, here it is. This is everything I work for. I'm good now. We're all we're all fucking good. Well, that's uh, the thing. It's, it's the light at the end of the tunnel is is closer now than it's ever been, and it's there's an actual end in sight for everything. Yeah. And so just you know if you have access to the vaccine just get it it's so helpful like it's it's gonna it's gonna be the only thing that's gonna slow it if you notice when the vaccines are being distributed in december most states numbers drop just from a small percentage of the of the vaccine being distributed and it's just getting lower and lower and lower so that's why i'm really hoping that things like you know mask mandates indoor dining 100 percent occupancy won't spike it but it's still a worry but yeah, it's close. It's close. Good, good, good. I, I can't. I can't wait to go travel. That's the one thing I'm just like. I can't. Like, I have a friend. Um, he's going to. Uh, he's planning out a trip in April, and he was like, "Oh, you want to go?" And I was like, "Yes," but I can't because I have to help with the vaccine rollout, which is like what I've spent the last six months training for. It's like I literally spent the last six months training to work in March, April, May. But yeah, by June, I'm like, I'm like, I, I told my girlfriend, I was like, we're going somewhere. Like, I don't know where, but we're going to go somewhere and do something because I need out of the state for like a week. 
Uh, but I, I miss traveling a lot. I can't wait to get back on the airplane, do my like little usual airplane routine of like going to the airport, getting a tequila shot, and getting on the plane. You know, and walking onto the plane as it's taking off, like you like to do. That's your yes. favorite. That's your favorite game to play. Whenever I'm on the same flight as you, is is Chris gonna make it on the flight? Who knows? My first Comic Con, you did that. Where me and me and um, Casey were sitting there. And like she walked in and I was like, hey, did you see Chris? She's like, yeah, he's right behind. He was right behind me. And I was like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? And they're like, final boarding call. And I was like, Chris still is on this fucking plane right now. That's your favorite. That's your favorite game. That's your hey, favorite hey, game. I have, to play I have with a player for the dramatics, okay? Like, just. Oh my God. Know. I fucking hate getting on flights with you. And I'm glad that I probably will never get on the same flight as you. Well, that, Thank that's God. Hurt, that, that's hurtful. You it is so stressful <laughs> playing the game of is Chris Limchy gonna be on this flight or not? <laughs> you know, oh my god. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Chris, where where can people find you at? Uh same place as always. Instagram, Twitter, TA Chris Riley. I want to retweet some vaccine pics. Yeah, seriously, especially if you're in Your Texas. Vaccine pics. And you, if you're in Texas and you have like, or even anywhere else, really, if you're like looking at Chris's Twitter, he's going to be retweeting every, anything with vac- vaccine-related information. So definitely follow him on that. And you guys can follow me on Twitter at the Chris Lemchi. That's T H E C H R I S L E M C H I, and on Instagram at the Chris Crusade. I'm not going to spell that one out. But <laughs> uh, you can just find me on Instagram. But yeah, and I'm definitely going to also tweet about like after I get my second shot, I'll tweet. I'll tweet about how I'm feeling too, because I want people to know that like if I'm feeling fine, I want people. I want to encourage mm-hmm. others to get this shot, so we can. Again, I, we keep saying it. Light at the end of the tunnel. I want this thing to be over so with. Close. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and also, quick little quick plug. Uh, you can oh. definitely follow my Twitter next week because I will watch the Snyder cut and that's oh my god it comes out next week (laughs) (laughs) what day does it come out uh next thursday next thursday oh i'm off i'm off (laughs) you know i was actually thinking is it coming we should have thursday at midnight watch party like we just like zoom us like our reactions to the the Snyder cut but it's it's four hours long so just (laughs) so 12 to 4 i'm down for it next thursday yeah okay well We'll, we'll, we'll work you would do a oh because it'll be, it'll be what it'll be two to six for me right uh yes yes it would be is, is they put does hbo post it so they post it thursday morning at midnight i think they i think they post it in the morning at like 9 a.m i think they i don't think they do the midnight oh thing, so oh okay yeah. dude i'm off thursday and i was just gonna pack that day so i'll take four hours out of my day to watch this fucking garbage ass movie oh my god we're gonna we're gonna stroke some flames here, but anyways, that's all the time we have today, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Follow Chris, follow me, and we'll catch you guys next time. Peace on out. See ya.